following is a member of the Growler Media Podcast Network. Find out more at growlermedia.com. Ming's not unbeatable. With all his men, he couldn't even kill Flash. Gordon's alive! Welcome to Flash Gordon Minute, presenting your hosts... From Minute of Darkness and the Cosmic Geppetto Podcast, Brad. And introducing your intrepid explorer of Planet Mongo, Eric. We are at Minute 28 of Flash Gord Minute. Eric, how are you this fine evening? Brad, I feel like I could take on an entire battalion of troops because in my hands, at this very moment, I am holding a gigantic green football egg. It's just uh, so so lucky that it happened to be um, it, it shaped like that. That that was uh, fortuitous for Flash. What a coincidence! Such great music, such great music, and uh, we're very lucky to have uh, Jonathan Howe back with us. Uh, how are you today, sir? I'm good. Death to Ming. Death to Ming. Death to Ming. Yesterday was a tough minute. But this isn't. This is good. This is all happy. This is a fun minute. We we put the past. Don't live in the past, Brett. The next two <laughs> minutes are. Awesome. Possibly my favorite minutes of this movie. It, yep. It's one of definitely one of the best two minutes of the entire movie. The other one would be at the end of the movie when he's on uh, a, uh, Rocket Ajax and Voltan says, that must be some planet you're from. <laughs> Not too bad. That's in that music. That we saved every one of us. That's the other moment. And he's like, he's in a giant throne chair and it's all flamey. Oh man, that's gonna be a great minute. Whoever gets that, it's gonna be great. Well, Jonathan, you, as we said in yesterday's episode, you requested this scene specifically. So, uh, I did, I did tell us why you requested this scene. Okay. I was going to save this for Friday, but I'll tell you now, this is my flash story. This is how I was introduced to the movie Flash. It was 1980. And what year did this movie come out? Great. The, my story works. It was 1980. <laughs> and I was from a small town called Jefferson City in Tennessee. And we got cable in 1980. The man put it on our television. And the second he turned it on, he put it on HBO. And guess what was on? This movie, this scene. And I was like, it, and I saw his shirt, and at first I thought, wait, he's not the Flash. <gasps> and I go, this is Flash Gordon. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just sat down in front of the television while he worked and just watched Flash Gordon from this point on. And I was, uh, it was so colorful, and all these people were running around, and I, and I knew who they were. I'm like, that's Dale. That's Dr. Zarkov. That's Ming the Merciless. I didn't know who Clytus was. <laughs> and that's uh, C-3PO with eyebrows. And I could. <laughs> And when he sounds weird, he's all mean. And why is C-3PO so mean? So, yeah, that was this minute and the next minute are my favorite minute because it's so okay. In a movie of ridiculous things, this is amazing. I just I love it. Here's the thing with and Flash Gordon gets a weird because it's campy, because it's over the top, because it's purposely silly. It doesn't get the love it deserves, and people act like it's a bad movie. But this scene, aside from the fact that it's fun, the music's great, the action and the ideas in it actually track. Where 
Flash gets the crap beat out of him, and then uh, then he gets the ball, and every and then he like figures it out, and it turns awesome, and you you're rooting for him, and it just shows how the music's great, the costume is great, and you realize you don't realize it when you first see. The, the bad guys that you know Flash is beating up is like, oh, they actually are football players. And it's like the, the subtle costume designs that makes it work. And, and it's fun. And Sam Jones is awesome in this minute. He is yeah, so the, the damn good. physicality is so good, yeah. And, that's, and we've talked about it before where Sam Jones, not an experienced actor, um, doesn't have the easiest time when he's just sitting there like emoting or acting, not his strength. But when he's doing physical stuff like this, he is fantastic. And this, this is a great minute for him. Yeah. I wish he, I wish he had, I wish his career had not been tanked by this. And I wish he'd been able to do more action movies, like big stuff. Cause uh, yeah, he's, he's not a good actor. <laughs> Let's, we all know that that's fine. And, but he got better as he got older. I mean, he now he's kind of also embraced the campiness of what he was doing then, but yeah, he, I mean, I'm amazed that he does this. He does most of these stunts and also he keeps his shirt tucked in the whole time. It's pretty impressive. He's that white flash shirt with the red trim is, uh, in a pair of khakis and, t- and tennis shoes. Uh, he is, uh, he's super cool. He's a striking figure running over these uh these uh ming guards what do we do we know what they're called these guards no okay i don't think i don't think they have any names because there are several different types of soldiers in this movie and none none of them are ever called by anything yeah i looked it up on even imdb and all the other stuff and i couldn't find anything that definitively said these were those type like the guys later the one that's like oh yeah general kala why are you not at your post no that she he they have a name yes they have but like and like positions of who they are but these guys these guys look like ogre football players i mean for lack of a better they're they're mongo football players which of course was the thing you know, they were they brought them in on purpose they look like football players so and we uh, we uh, we figured out a couple of weeks ago that uh, as uh, collectively as a plural mongo people are called mongori so we've just been calling them mongori I don't like that at all <laughs> <laughs> and they're not called mongoians no 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 no, 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 no. well cuz so, yeah was it the was it the name of the city mongai or something um 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 Ming- Mingo City. Mingo. Mingo City. Mingo City. That's right. So let's backtrack a little bit at the beginning of the moment. At the beginning of the minute, it, it's following in where uh, Ming's still creepy. He, he wants he's, to. He's preparing her for his, his pleasure. Like, <laughs> uh, Flash says, forget it, Ming. And, um, you know, not, not, not the best possible reading of that line. Uh, I Again, Sam Jones is awesome in this minute. As soon as he gets to be physical... Uh, you know, he's, but, uh, but, but the line reading there, they make, maybe they could have used one or two more takes. I also don't think, I think it's the editing on some of this because, you know, as we know, uh, a lot of the stuff was done in a loop later on. They ADR'd a bunch of stuff in because like Ming yells something out and you can hear the reverberations through the room, the echo. And then when everybody says, Heil, Ming, Heil, it's a different reverberation because they're not in the room anymore. So it. I, I, I give him a little credit in that I guarantee you they probably shot some other stuff before and after this. And when they edit it together, they put they cut those things out. And it just, yeah, it sounds really weird. He sounds really stiff. 
Like they were like, well, the first take is really the only one we can use. And you're like, mm, yeah, but his fifth take was better. That all leads into the fight. And I love the fact that. Well, oh, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, hold on. Wait, don't, don't, hold on. We got because he, he starts getting he's getting his butt kicked first mm-hmm. before the fight. And he, he gets he gets a really hard kick in the nuts. I mean, just really hard. Right. Dead. Right down the middle there. And then a soldier grabs his head and and. And he slams. He goes to slash, uh, slam Flash's head into the floor. Although Flash's hands clearly break the fall, so they could have used some. Speaking of editing, they could have used some better editing there. Then Zarkov, of all people, gets this awesome slam. That the, the soldier picks up Dale. She goes, "Oh, you!" and starts smacking on him. Zarkov actually grabs the football leg, and he has this like Super Mario <laughs> jump where he slams it down on the dude's neck with the egg. Yeah. And then tosses it to Flash, who's sitting there completely dazed. And then, like with Popeye Spinach, he gets the egg. Is like, oh yeah, and boom, light switch. And then the fight really and, starts. And, and this goes back to what I was talking about yesterday when we were talking about the the people of Mongo. They're all in this. Who are these people? The people with the eggs and they're 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 hooded, and they were carrying the eggs. I assume these were gifts for Ming. This yeah, kind of, those uh, were be yeah, these Ming. were another tribute. I wonder what it was. I wonder what it is because we know they're hard. They're made of metal. Yeah, some kind of jewel. Because they assuming. make a huang sound when they hit you. Yeah, they definitely have that getting cracked with a bedpan sound. So, <laughs> Yeah, Zarkov comes flying out with like a Star Trek-style double punch and hits that guy <laughs> in the back of the head and it wings it over. I love that he has the presence of mind in this movie to fling it over to, to Flash. Because he, I mean... Just 20 minutes ago, he did kidnap these two people <laughs> at gunpoint and take them into space. So, you know, the fact that he is befriending Flash so quickly is uh, is, is endearing. Their, their friendship is definitely progressed uh, quicker than you would might expect it to. I mean, Dale's professing her love in the next scene when he's, you know, not to spoil anything, you know, in the next scene when he's uh, up for uh, execution, she's professing. I'm like, you just met him like 45 minutes ago. Mongo time, maybe, I don't know, eight hours ago. Yeah, definitely. Well, we pointed out before where when uh, Flash first caught eyes of uh, Aura and uh, Dale got jealous. He's like, hey, I'm over here. It's like, you know, I don't know if you're really ready to be possessive yet. Aura, by the way, who is clearly enjoying this fight as well they cut a shot to her and she is into it yeah it's actually a good performance by uh ornella moody um because it would be very easy for her to just like be sexy because obviously she's got that down but some really good facial acting and sort of weirdly subtle in a movie that isn't really big on subtlety but they're doing a lot of close-ups and you you can see her enjoyment of this and the way her eyes are following everything and it's a good performance in something that you don't really credit giving good performances of well yeah it's well it's well shot too like they they make this football scene not not seem confusing and it could have been confusing they they kind of clear out the whole middle path and so everybody in it is doing a really good job of keeping it, it not only behind the camera but in front of the camera keeping this scene uh understandable it, it's a clean scene it, it it tracks the whole fight tracks you you understand what happened although i do love jonathan uh, you were starting to point out before uh, flash does take a kick right between the legs and you're right in real life that's the end of the fight yeah you would not be able to get yeah, he should not uh, you throw up <laughs> i've had my ch- i've had my nine-year-old lightly accidentally brush by 
and hit me and I'm incapacitated for two minutes. Oh, it, my kid, it happens to me on a weekly basis. And it's just, I'm in pain for a half an hour. And yeah, they're not hitting me as hard as this guy just kicked Flash. My, my father-in-law was a Baltimore City cop. And one time he was, uh, they were arresting a guy, an unruly fan at a sports event. They had the guy down. He lunged up and the back of his head, which is the hardest part of the human body, came up right between his legs. Hospital visit. Oh, oh yeah. You can rupture something. Oh. Yeah, you, it's it's bad. You can, yeah, you can cause major damage. So, he, yeah, he gets, uh, yeah, and it, it, I love that he, he, he gets the football and the and the music starts. Talk about the soundtrack again. The football fight is the name of this song. Uh, what a great name! And it, we get to see all the different people around. I wrote down as many of the people as I could find. The problem is I don't know who they are, and I was hoping you guys could maybe help me. The Ardentians make sense. Those guys are the guys who just the guy who just died, right? So they're the ones that are dressed in the gold and like long gold, very like. Mm, African dress. It's definitely an, an African type garb they were going for. It's cool looking. I love it. The Azurian men. This is all from IMDb. These are people's like in the movie title of the who they were. There were a group of Azurian men. There were a group of Aquarian girls, a group of Phrygian girls, some sand moon girls, some Scytherian girls. And uh, some people that were robed with the green eggs. So, but I can't figure out a lot of them. Sand Moon's the only one I know. Sand Moon are the bikini girls with the scarves, and they look like belly dancers. That's all I got. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff. Well, we of course we have the we got the Hawkman in there too, and the Ar- and the Arborean. Yeah, I, yeah, but we everyone knows what a Hawkman looks like. <laughs> it's really right there in the name. And I love I love in the movie that they named them all these things because these are from the comic book and the and the and the serials from from the early 30s. And I love that they named them all these characters, but I really want to know who which ones they are. I'm, I'm assuming the Phrygia people are either the ones that are in the white that looks like icicles or they're the ones that are half black and half white painted. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I believe they're the icicle because fr- fridge. Uh, th- I think we might have called that one yeah, out. Yeah, the people are the, are the cold. Are the cold people? Yeah, that's the, later in the movie. Yeah, they, they we almost fall into Phrygia. <laughs> Our accent, I love it, aura. But yeah, it, it, I was very excited that they put all these people in the movie and all these characters, and he, and didn't explain it. I also don't know who the little people are. I don't know if I couldn't tell who what they were supposed to be like who, what, you know, race of Mongos they were, but I love that they get their, they get their licks in here. They, uh, might poke a guy in the butt with their swords. A lot of people have swords. A lot of people have swords in this movie. I, I think, you know, because they have the floating death ball, Ming isn't scared of swords. Swords are not the problem. He, he's, he's going to make sure to get rid of any guns. Uh, but you know, he, I think he likes swords. I think Ming really wants everyone here to stab each other. So he, he will he, he's going to allow a ball, I mean, a, a sword every now and then and, you know, just just wait to see how things uh, shrink out, uh, shake out. I love that ball. I wish I wish I had I wish I had some ball scenes, but I don't. So this Ming is a psycho. Oh, man, that's such a great scene. Um, but that's what we're talking about. I know. <laughs> One thing I wanted to point out where. And I really liked this. The fighting, especially the first fight where Flash is just taking his beating, 
although it, it tracks and you can sort of follow the action very well, but it was still like a very Western fighting style. And that's changed. Everything's very, even movies that aren't karate movies, everything still looks very martial artsy and especially very MMA like now. And it's very choreographed and uh, it's very pretty. To, to watch that sort of action and it can still be effective, but this was fun because it was just, you know, a lot of haymakers, a lot of knees to the gut, occasional kick between the legs. There's no finesse to this fighting. And again, we were talking about it being a lot of improv. I think a lot of this is not choreographed. I think it's on the day. They were just like, mm, okay, why don't you two grab flash and flash? You do kind of a wrestling move and make it look like you hit your head and, then, then I'll, I'll have Flash run through you, and then we'll have the camera run through behind you and kind of Flash vision. You know, there, I don't know how much of it was scripted. Uh, well, I know Sam Jones said uh, that this was his favorite scene specifically because it gave him a lot of opportunity to improv, and he worked with the fight choreographer, uh, the fight coordinator to choreograph the scene. It makes sense that Flash shouldn't be a great fighter. He he's a he's a football player. He's tough. Yeah, just because you play football doesn't mean you're good at fighting. Yeah, he he's tough and he's a big, strong guy, so he's going to be able to handle himself. But he shouldn't know karate. He shouldn't be doing you know, like spin kicks and hitting people's pressure points or anything like that. And I it, it that's the thing that ends up bothering me in action movies, especially where there's no reason why certain characters should be martial arts experts. I remember there was a, uh, a Brandon Lee movie, uh, uh, Rapid Fire. He was an art, he was an art student in college. As the plot happens, the, the, the bad guys show up and start shooting everything up. And then he starts doing backflip kicks and all the, the, you know, the, 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 the tough guy martial arts stuff. And it's like, hey, uh, hey, how come? Shouldn't there be a line how his dad owned a dojo or something? It, it, it doesn't make sense. Why is it like that? Why is he so tough? And here it makes sense. Flash is a tough guy because he's a football player. He's a professional athlete. But they're not trying to turn him into a black belt in Taekwondo who you know knows all the nerve punches or anything like that. Because it, it, it wouldn't make sense. And this is much more fun that he's getting beat up until, oh, you know, hand him the ball. And uh, as stated before, he looks like he ate that can of spinach, and then it gets uh, it gets really the the music changes and everything gets really awesome. And he's basically running through them. He's not even fighting at this point. He's just running through them and hitting them with the egg. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like it too. This this is this was where you start thinking. Okay, Flash, what's your end game? Like what? What, what are you trying to do? I understand you were trying to protect Dale's honor. And these guards were coming to take Gail, Gail, Dale away for his pleasure. So these guards were coming to get her. And then the second he starts mouthing off, they completely forget about Dale. And they and after, you know, she gets grabbed and, and uh, Zarkov hits him. They never go after Dale again until the end of the, the fight scene. Which is also, it's like, what is going on here? If I was Clytus, I would be mad at the guards for not doing their job the first place. I think these guards, uh, I would say they would be on the unemployment line. No, they're going to all be dead the next day. This this was a bad showing. Oh, yeah. These guys, well, yeah, this this scene has one of my favorites. Let me make sure it's this scene and not the next one. 
It, it, yes, it, it lands very well in the next minute. Uh, two more things. Uh, we've got our 10th Howard Blake music cue in the beginning of this minute. The flash leading up to... Uh, the flash leading up to... The music leading up to Flash getting the giant egg. That's Howard Blake stuff with the Flash bass line running underneath it. So that's, uh, as we're keeping our tally there, that's our 10th. We're only in minute, what, 28 here, so already... More than a third of this movie's got Howard Blake music in it. And my only other note was, I thought it was, once again, we made fun of the little uh, dwarf people uh, in previous minutes. When Flash first says, you know, Dale's with me, you can see for a quick second, they're all holding their swords up at Flash. So, so, you know, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, we'll take care of this guy for you, you know, Emperor Ming. Uh, we, we got this guy. They're just standing there with their swords pointed up, and I found it very humorous. Those guys do a lot of good bits of business uh, and just a lot of motion. And, you know, they're not really given lines, so all they can do is, like, physical shtick. And they, they do it real well. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a good call out. Jonathan, anything else from this minute that you wanted to, to call out? No, I'm good. I, I've got everything. Uh, Eric, are you, uh, you you feel good? We, we, we still have a lot of good fighting to come to. Flash really uh, kicks it into a higher gear in the next minute. So uh, anything else you wanted to call out? Everything else is, is good. Wait till tomorrow, folks. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be good. It keeps getting better every day. It's definitely a marked improvement from yesterday to today, and it's going to keep getting more awesome tomorrow. Uh, Jonathan, uh, share again uh, where people can uh, – I'm sure everyone's enjoyed you so far this week. Where can they go to hear more of you? You can hear more of us <laughs> over at the uh, Minute Impossible website, minuteimpossible.com. You can also download our podcast. We are a daily podcast that breaks down the movie – from 1996, uh, Mission Impossible. We're on num- uh, we're on movie number one right now, right in the middle of it at this point. So uh, you can still catch up or jump in wherever you want. Brad will be on, so he's good to listen to too. He's uh, his minutes are I think 46 through 50. So yeah, you should definitely listen to those. And uh, we're over on Twitter at Min Impossible, M I N Impossible, and on the Impossible Minute Force on Facebook. Thanks again, guys. Oh, thank you. And uh, Eric, where can people uh, find out more about what we are up to? Because uh, there's a lot of great content. Our producer, Jarf, is uh, keeping up on our social media. So so where can people uh, if, uh, keep up with us? Chat with us on Facebook in our Flash Gordon Minute listeners vortex. We'd love to hear from you there. Uh, you can chat with us on Twitter, which Jarf runs. That's Flash Gordon Pod. And you can send us an email, flashgordonminute at gmail.com. Yeah, we recommend you do so. Go on to iTunes and uh, rate and review us. Uh, we we love the, the the more reviews we get, the uh, the more uh, the more eyes that end up on us. Uh, and it's uh, you know we're having such a great time, and we're gonna have a we're gonna end this week tomorrow with a, a great episode. Uh, and I'm a, a a great minute rather, and uh, just having a great time. So uh, I'm very excited. But uh, but it's but but Eric, it's it's not all good stuff. I, I have a I got a problem. A problem, you say? I had uh, the TV on. I was uh, in the background, and it ended up landing on an episode of The Simpsons from season seven of The Simpsons, which was getting towards the end of what's considered to be the like golden era of that show. It was king-sized Homer, where Homer decided he, he wanted to put on weight so he could work from home on disability. And uh, I laughed so loud. It was so damn funny. That show was so well-written, and it was just 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 peak entertainment i'm just sitting there it's like what if what if nothing's ever this funny again what if what if we've never reached this this level of entertainment and this 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 sort of smart comedy what 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 if 
What if the world of entertainment and comedy is peaked? Well, if you sit there dreaming of better days when Homer wears a muumuu and nothing else as he lounges all around his home, do not worry, for Flash will save every one of us. Attention listeners! You can follow us on Twitter at FlashGordonPod and join the conversation on Facebook in the Flash Gordon Minute Listener's Vortex. Stay tuned for our next thrilling episode of Flash Gordon Minute.
what nobody saw me do. You can't prove anything. Now I'm in the house, feeling good to be home. Till Lisa starts blowing that damn saxophone. And if it was mine, you know they take it away. But still, I'm feeling good, so that's okay. I'm up in my room, just singing a song. Listen to the kick drum kicking along. Yeah, Lisa likes jazz. She's her number one fan. But I know I'm bad, cause I do the part name. Woo! 